instead of valuing your work, setting your rates for your work based on the work itself, I want to call you to define your value. What it is that you offer, right? What it is that you offer that allows your clients to experience something, something beyond the art itself. That is your value. And so what is that for you, right? What is that for you? What is that that you offer your clients that's unique to you and that's unique to your business? You can consider this through the lens of, you know, what has been your personal experience? What identities do you hold? What spaces do you hold? What likes, dislikes, values do you hold that allow for you to engage with that person in this particular way, right? Your experiences make you unique. What about those experiences add value to the space that you share with your clients. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Hennapreneurs, welcome back to another episode of the Hennapreneur Podcast. Today, I want to have a little bit of a heart-to-heart with you, friends, just a little bit of a heart-to-heart. I want to talk to you about the way that you value your work in the marketplace, okay? And I'll let you know, this episode is brought about or inspired by a conversation that I recently had with a Hennapreneur who reached out um, to my DMs, and she um, reached out to ask about how she could improve her marketing strategy. She wanted to know what it would be like to work with me here at Hennapreneur, and um, she had some questions about the way that she would be able to, to market while also like actually kind of downing her work in the process. When she reached out, she sent alongside of her message a number of images of her work. And I think that, and I don't know if if uh, you, Hennapreneur, if, you, if you're listening to this message and I've got it wrong, please feel free. You're welcome to reach back out and edit me. But my perception of her ask was for me to validate that her work was good enough and to tell her all of the ways and or I should say to tell her all of the ways that it's not good enough and it needs to be improved upon um, before she could move into marketing her business and perhaps even marketing her business with my help. And um, this is something actually that I see very frequently with entrepreneurs in general or, or aspiring entrepreneurs where there is a desire to market more strategically, um, more openly, more widely. And there is a desire to charge more, to increase your rates, to bring on more clients, to otherwise, um, you know, increase your, your income. But, <laughs> but this also happens alongside of this strange belief that you must qualify your work in some way or that you must value your work based on how long you've been designing, how long you've been a henna artist, how long you've done X, Y, or Z, how many clients you've had, how many years you've done the thing. Like, friends, that ain't it. 
<laughs> that ain't it. Can I just say it like that? Can we just say it like, I'll just keep it a buck. That ain't it. What we need to do instead is to start valuing our work based on the value that you actually bring. So let's have a conversation about that today, if you don't mind, because this is something that is um, actually a mindset, a mindset block that is likely in your way that until you work to release this, you're going to be uncomfortable and otherwise unsatisfied with the revenue that you're generating in your business. Okay. So can I just start out with like, the bare, the bare minimum here, your work isn't actually what determines your rates, regardless of what anyone says. Can we just start there at a foundation? <laughs> there are many talented artists, friends, who are broke, who are not actually working with clients, who are using their friends and family members or themselves as models for their Instagram feeds. And then <laughs> and then there's um, those artists who are perhaps actually, yes, booked out until next fall. And they're charging at a rate that is so low that they have begun to resent their clients, that they are tired, that they're exhausted, and they feel trapped by their business. Why do I know that both of those things are true? Because eventually these same people reach out to Hennepreneur for help. So I'm telling you that while on the outside, things might look really pretty and really successful and really busy and all the things that you're hoping for your own Henna business, you never know what's happening behind the scenes. And I'm here to let you know that there are many people who are very talented and are totally unsatisfied also with what's going on inside of their own henna operation, if you will, right? On the flip side, there are also many artists with, we'll just call them less refined skills, no shade, all tea, okay? Um, with less refined skills who haven't put in the effort to really hone or master their craft, who have not put in the effort in some cases to even like educate themselves about safety regarding henna safety and, and you know, in terms of black henna and other chemical paste, alternative paste that we we all know are unsafe for use on human skin, much less in exchange for money. Um, hello, lawsuit. But <laughs> these are things that, you know, that happen. And there are artists who occupy that space who are seeing consistent income because they have the audacity to do it. And this is, this is the thing, friends. If you don't allow yourself to believe that you are worth charging at a particular rate, if you don't allow yourself permission to value your work and not just the work itself, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but not just the work itself, but your, your inherent value when you enter a space, if you don't own that, it is going to be very hard for you to price your your business, price your work, price, you know, set your rates in a way that actually feels good and allows for you to scale and that allows for you to grow, right? Marketing your business isn't dependent on how clean your lines are. Marketing your business, and especially if you have good marketing, it actually allows you a container with your audience where your clients will absolutely overlook your work's imperfections because it's not about that. They actually just want to work with you. They want you. And this is something that might sound far-fetched or it might sound like, oh, that would be nice, but that's not real life. And I'm here to tell you that that is the truth. Even in my own instance, when I first started my business, I was not a very good henna artist. I've, you know, in the past shared a couple 
pictures that I'd found of like some of my old, you know, preliminary work uh, when I first started working with clients. Um, the paste was not was not the best, right? It was kind of choppy. Uh, my lines are wobbly. Um, it was not. It wasn't what it is today. And can I tell you though, um, when I started working with my clients, I immediately was turning profit because I didn't value it based on the quality of my work. I valued it based on one, what I needed, which that's a whole conversation for a whole nother day. But two, I valued it based on what I was bringing to that table, to that engagement that was beyond the design. I want to take a second to talk to you about this, this tendency that we have to look for the imperfections in our work and discount ourselves and disqualify ourselves. This, my friends, is the curse of the artist. The curse of the artist is that we'll always find flaws in our work. And if we use this as the basis of determining our rates, thus determining our earning capacity, right? Welcome to the glass ceiling, right? Welcome to the glass ceiling that we've created for ourselves. When we do this, when we do this, we actually box ourselves in. And because we are people, if you're here listening to this podcast, I'm going to make the assumption that you also are very values driven and you likely value excellence. You want to do a great job. You want to be known for doing things very well. And I get that. I appreciate that about you. Okay. But when you value excellence, you'll always find where something could have been done better where something could have been changed around or otherwise improved upon. And that is to your benefit in terms of being a motivator for you to consistently continue to develop your craft, for you to, you know, really be dedicated to that work. And I want to remind you also that mastery is a journey, not a destination. There is never going to be a time nor place where you will reach in your henna journey where there's nothing else for you to learn. There is always, as an artist, there is always space for you to do something better. There is always going to be space for you to look back at a design and say, ooh, I could have changed that. Ooh, I missed that. Ooh, I wish I would have done that differently. Ah, if I would have tightened this up or shaded this like that or switched this motif for that one, right? Part of the beauty of this work, working in a creative space, working as an artist on human canvas, is that that journey is one that contains more than just the development of your technical composition skills. It's also a journey that calls you to hold space for another human being, that calls you to um, experience people from different walks of life, sometimes walks of life that are totally different or contradictory to yours, and that allows for you uh, to have the opportunity to, to really become exposed and in some cases even uh, completely surrounded by things that you wouldn't have had access to if it weren't for this work itself. And so there's a beautiful personal journey that happens in our work too. And we should honor and respect that. But the mastery piece, (laughs) the reaching perfection piece as an artist from a technical perspective, friends, mastery is a journey. It is not a destination. You know you're called to do henna. This is what you're supposed to be doing. 
You know you want to connect with people through this creative outlet, to learn their stories, and to use your skills to help them feel like their best selves with your adornment on their bodies. You know you want to bless the world with your art, and you know you want to get paid well to do it too. So friend, why are you sitting on the sidelines settling for less when you know you're meant for more? If this is your calling, which let's be real, if you're here listening to me, it is, <laughs> then it's time for you to put your calling into action. And there are two ways that you can do that. You can either do it on your own and cross your fingers super tight that you'll figure out how to do it flawlessly, or you can sign up for the business bootcamp and have the support and guidance that you need to do it well from day one from someone who's already been there, done that, and built the business to prove it. If you're ready to call it quits on doing the side hustle shuffle and want to finally build the henna business that you can be proud of with your art, then head over to hennapreneur.com bbc. That's hennapreneur.com bbc. And get registered for the next business bootcamp today. Seats are limited and the next cohort kicks off soon. Visit hennapreneur.com bbc and save your seat. The business that you've been dreaming of is only nine weeks away. Let's get started today. So instead of valuing your work, setting your rates for your work based on the work itself, I want to call you to define your value, what it is that you offer, right? What it is that you offer that allows your clients to experience something, something beyond the art itself. That is your value. And so what is that for you, right? What is that for you? What is that that you offer your clients that's unique to you and that's unique to your business? You can consider this through the lens of, you know, what has been your personal experience? What identities do you hold? What spaces do you hold? Um, what likes, dislikes, values do you hold that um, allow for you to engage with that person in this particular way, right? Your experiences make you unique. What about those experiences add value to the space that you share with your clients, right? And I want you to take um, take inventory of these things because even the intangible adds value. And so you should own every aspect of these, right? Every aspect, even of these intangibles. So is it perhaps that you not only offer the henna de designs, but you also offer peace of mind? Perhaps what you offer is a safe space to unwind, to share, to vent. Perhaps it's that you offer an understanding of cultural nuance and their implications. Perhaps it's that you offer something else entirely, right? Perhaps it is that you have a space where um, your clients feel that they can be seen for who they are um, in a world that doesn't see them for who they are in general. or taking a step further, perhaps you offer a space where your clients feel that they can be seen and accepted for who they are in a world where they feel that they have to hide those parts of them every single day. When you own that value, you quickly realize that your rates are inclusive of well beyond the designs themselves and that that's fair that it is a fair ask. Because when you create spaces of value um, in such capacity, right, with such potency, it only makes sense that you be that you be compensated accordingly, right? Suddenly, you're not just 
drawing a flower, suddenly you've taken on almost the role of their therapist, right? Suddenly you have made space, you've created a a, a space that allows for them to feel safe, to feel secure, to feel like they don't have to hide parts of themselves. What What dollar amount can be placed on such? I mean, let's be real. You know in your heart of hearts, right, there are parts of you that you are uncomfortable exposing to the world around you, to strangers, to friends, to families. And even with that, there are times that you might meet with a service provider. Maybe that is um, your hairstylist or your nail tech, or maybe that's your massage therapist, or maybe that's your acupuncturist, or um, maybe that is a henna artist friend, whatever. Whoever that person is for you, right? When you meet with that person, and they start to ask you questions about how you're doing and what's going on in your life, and you feel so safe and so protected and so well-nurtured that you begin to divulge the, the details, the intimacy of your human experience to them. And when you leave, <laughs> and you leave lighter, and you leave feeling affirmed, when you leave with that energy, how do you really quantify that? How would you place a dollar amount on that? What is that worth to you? Now, these things are important for us to recognize because we are working in a human industry. We are working in a people industry. We are artists, yes, but we are working in a people industry. And it is important for us to um, own and acknowledge the value that we bring to people's lives. It's not just, it's not just that we show up and we do a nice, you know, a nice design and they then go on about their, their life or, or day and, and it's just nothing. No, 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 no. If, listen, if that's all you offer is the design and that's it, maybe you should keep your rates on the floor. But let's be honest, that's not what most of us are doing, right? And so I want to encourage you to really sit down and maybe journal around this. What value do you offer your clients outside of the art itself? I maintain, and I'll I'll give you this little personal anecdote and then we'll wrap up for today. I maintain a community for my clients, right? So um, when when my clients are going through whatever. <laughs> They're welcome to share about it in that space. Um, I let them know that, you know, this this group is a container that's a, an extension of the Henna Boutique. So, um, you know, if there are things that are going on and they need support, they can pop in there. If they want to joke, they can pop in there. It's just an extra space for them to connect not only with me, but with other members of the community who they know are going to share similar value systems because my clients are attracted to me because of particular values that I display inside of my business, right? And this is marketing, friends. This is marketing. But that's, you know, we can get into that at another time. For you, the reason why I share this with you is, you know, I have, um, I recently inside of this this um, group, I shared something personal that was going on with me, totally unrelated to Hedna, right? But I was just sharing, you know, this is what, this is what's going on in life right now. And what I received back in response was an outpour of loving, um, supportive, uh, and just just very heartfelt and touching messages and comments from 
clients, some of them current clients, some of them past clients. And I I felt so, obviously, I felt so heard and, and, and affirmed as a human being. But what really stood out to me was some of the words that my clients used in their replies. Some of them went on, you know, some of them were sharing that, you know, you have always been there for me. You've always been there to, to hear my craziness is one of, one of the things that one of my, uh, one of my clients said, she said, you know, you know, thank you for talking to us about this. Thank you for being so transparent. Um, you've always been there to hear my craziness. And it, you know, it means something that you'd share this with us. There is, you know, I had a, a, a client who said, you know, I just, I do, I love, and I appreciate your transparency. You know, I, I, I just want to rally rally people around you. Like I just want to rally this community around you because we love you and you've you've done for us and you've held space for us um in ways that that no one else really can, right? These just beautiful heartfelt messages. Of course, were received by me um in 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 the context of, you know, wow, I'm these are my people, right? This is my community. This is the community that I've built um through my business and you know, they're wonderful. And I love them. <laughs> um, but also just hearing back from them that, hey, you know, you have impacted my life. You have impacted my life. And so for that reason, I'm here for you. You have impacted my life. And so for that reason, I rally for you. You have impacted my life. You have impacted my life. This is huge. This is huge. And I share this with you because many, many times we only take a look at the tangible delivery of the art as the value that we yield our clients. And we don't, we don't make space for the other ways that we impact them, that we change them, that we uplift them. And when we, when we discredit ourselves of that, when we discount ourselves of that, we are more likely to sell ourselves short in the long run. One of my favorite comments that was left um, in, on that particular post, she said, you know what? You hold us down in ways that we can never repay. Your energy is the healing that we need even when we don't speak our pain. And if there's anything that I can do, to make this chapter of your life easier, I'm here to help. Imagine that. Imagine that when you have a client that you just see over these, you know, particular interactions. You don't see them outside of quote unquote work. You see them, they come in, you offer the service. In that service, you hold space for them. You show up genuinely, you show up fully, you show up in, with all of your presence and all of your potency, and you provide them with value that extends so far beyond the art itself, that when you are having a bad day, that person reaches out and tells you that you have offered a healing energy, right? That you have offered things that can never be repaid. That has nothing to do with your art. So friends, if you are valuing, you're assessing your rates based on your art alone, you are missing the boat. Not only are you missing the boat financially in terms of 
the way that your bank account is impacted. But you are also missing the boat in terms of how much more you could show up and do for your people. So I want to invite you today to really sit with what I'm sharing. And I want to invite you to consider what is it exactly that you offer? um, What value do you provide um, that extends beyond Henna itself? And how could you better value your work slash time slash expertise um, by way of your rates when you include these things? I uh, would love to invite you over to the Hennapreneur community to um, engage in the community conversation there about this. Um, Let me know, what is it that you provide? What is it that you offer? And how can you see that translate into the growth of your business, the expansion of your business, not just in a client load capacity, but even um, in capacity of how you are, how you're charging for your services and what your rates look like. Okay. So if you're not already a member of the Hendapreneur community, I want to go ahead and invite you to come join us. You can join the Facebook group. It's free. It's a lot of fun. Um, Hendapreneur.com slash community is where you can find us. And it would be my pleasure. It would be my pleasure to share space with you there. Um, And I'd love to hear more about you and what you do with your people and the value that you bring to the table. All right, friends. Bye for now. Hey friend, I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning into this episode of the Hennapreneur podcast. And I hope that you're really enjoying connecting with me in this way. You can find links to all of the content shared today in the show notes located at hennapreneur.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show and would like to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get access to all of the new episodes and to surprise bonus episodes as well as soon as they're released. I'd be so grateful to you if you take a moment to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. This helps me to reach more artists like you who would love and benefit from the show. For more ways to connect and work with me or to join me inside of the Hennapreneur community, pop over to hennapreneur.com. I can't wait to support you as you chase your big audacious goals, one henna design at a time.